Hey Tenors, Tracy here with a quick message for you. Today's episode deals with a tough subject, war. This may be too much for some of you, and we recommend grabbing your grown-up to listen with you. And grown-ups, we have some help for you too. Check out our show notes for tips and resources for talking about this with your kiddos. And lastly, it's okay to not listen to this episode. It won't make you any less of a tenor. We'll still be here for you next week with a fun music episode. Thank you and stay well. Hey, Ryan, did you change up the schedule for today? Yeah, Pam. As soon as the news broke out about the war in Israel, I knew we had to do a special report. So we pulled together some info for our tenors. Got it. Let's jump right into it and explain what's going on. I'm Ryan Willard. And I'm Pamela Kirkland. It's Thursday, October 12th. This is a 10 News special report. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. It's been a sad and scary week in the Middle East and for people around the world. On Saturday, October 7th, Hamas, a terrorist group in Gaza, attacked Israel by surprise. Hamas soldiers broke through a security fence and using paragliders and trucks entered Israel while also sending missiles into the country. Since then, Israel has declared Hamas's action an act of war and massive fighting has broken out. Thousands of soldiers and civilians have lost their lives. So who is Hamas? What is Gaza? And how is the United States involved? Let's get into it with this definition breakdown. First up, what is Israel? Israel is a country in the Middle East. It's a bit smaller than New Jersey and was founded in 1948 as a homeland for Jewish people. The area has been fought over for decades and some do not recognize Israel's right to exist. Where is Gaza? Gaza, which is sometimes called the Gaza Strip, is a small area of land that borders on the Mediterranean Sea, Israel, and Egypt. It's 25 miles long and has about 2.3 million people. That's a lot of people in a small spot. It's currently under a blockade by Egypt and Israel, meaning those countries control what stuff, like food and things people need, can get to the people in Gaza. To explain Gaza, we have to go all the way back to 1967, when Israel fought a war against its neighbors Egypt, Jordan, and Syria. The war was known as the Six-Day War because, well, it only lasted six days. In that war, Israel captured two territories, Gaza and the West Bank. Israel has controlled Gaza since that time. And then, in 2005, as part of an agreement to resolve the conflict over the land, Israel removed any Israeli citizens and military from Gaza. Hamas took power in 2007 and has been acting as the government of Gaza. Egypt and Israel put a blockade in place to stop the militant group. The West Bank is another area in constant turmoil. It borders Israel and Jordan and was part of Jordan until it was occupied by Israel after the 1967 war. There have been violent battles between Israelis that have moved there and the Palestinians who live there. Who is Hamas? Hamas is the acting government of Gaza, but important to note, not the West Bank. The group has been designated as a terrorist group by Israel, the United States, the United Kingdom, and many European countries due to its violent actions against people in the region. 
Why was this attack so shocking to the Israeli people? Many Israelis are comparing this to 9-11 for the U.S. The attack caught the Israeli military by surprise and was clearly planned and well-coordinated. It's important to note that Israel has declared war on Hamas, not the Palestinian people. Almost exactly 50 years ago, something similar happened. Back in 1973, Egypt and Syria pulled off a surprise attack on Yom Kippur, the most holy day for the Jewish people. Why are they fighting? Israel and Hamas have been fighting for decades over who controls the land and how they can live together. Both sides believe that they have the right to the land. While not totally clear what led to this big attack, a few reasons have been brought up by experts who study the politics in this region. The first is that there have been many conflicts this year between Israel and Palestinians in the West Bank that have led to a number of deaths among the Palestinian people. Second, there are almost 4,500 Palestinians in Israeli prisons. The attackers have taken a large amount of hostages, potentially with a plan to trade them in exchange for freeing prisoners. And lastly, Israel and Saudi Arabia are on the verge of a historic peace agreement where Saudi Arabia would have recognized Israel's right to exist. That would have a big impact on the power in the Arab world. It is thought that Iran, who reportedly helped plan the assault, wanted to break up the talks and stop the peace deal. What happens next? This is a day-by-day -day situation as Israel ramps up its response to the attack. The United States has sent an aircraft carrier to the region to support Israel and keep Iran from getting involved. This is a rapidly changing situation and we'll keep you updated as best we can. We at the 10 News don't condone violence or war of any kind. Our hearts are with the Palestinian and Israeli people and everyone who is affected by this war. If you have questions about the situation or family in the region, we want to hear from you. Leave us a voice message at 877-TEN-NEWS or send us a note at hello at the10news.com. Hey Ryan, aside from butterflies, what are you afraid of? Bedbugs, straight up. Like the ones in France right now? Also, clowns. Oof, they both freak me out. I'm afraid of spiders. And when I get scared, I find it really helpful to talk with my mom. She's a good listener and helps me feel safe, especially in a time like this. News reports and images of war can be really scary. Talking to a trusted adult and sharing your thoughts and asking questions can be really helpful. It's also good to remember that just like when the Russians invaded Ukraine, social media can be full of false images and misinformation. Always check the source of where information is coming from. And our show notes include resources to learn more about the situation and organizations that are helping those affected. I also like to turn off the news and get outside in nature if I can, but can we go call your mom together? Of course, Ryan. Let's go. The Middle East is a very complicated and ancient place. The region is called the cradle of civilization since it's believed that human civilization started there. But that's not the only interesting thing about this area. Here are five fascinating facts about the Middle East. Number one. The most common language in the area are Arabic, Persian, Turkish, Berber, and Kurdish. Number two, the Dead Sea is the lowest point on Earth. It's 420 meters below sea level. Wow. The salt content of the water is so high you can easily float in the water. Number three, 
Egypt is home to the Great Pyramid of Giza, one of the seven wonders of the world. It took 27 years to build. Number four. Many of the world's religions started in the Middle East, including Islam, Christianity, and Judaism. Number five. For the readers out there, Lebanon is the home of one of the oldest libraries. It's in the city of Bibos, a city that was founded 7,000 years ago. I hope no one owes any library fees from the city's early days. Those are five fascinating facts about the Middle East. I wonder if I can use them in the trivia room. Hmm, I don't think Owen will mind if I take a break and chill out on the trivia throne. Hello, Ryan. Ah! Owen! I didn't know you were here today. Well, I built a slide from my bedroom to the trivia room, so I'm basically always here. What? A slide? I want one of those. And since you are here, you need to give today's trivia a try. If I get it right, can I try your slide? Maybe. What is going on here? Trivia on the 10. The Middle East is full of wonders, both old and new. But... What feature has made it into the Guinness Book of World Records? Is it A, the longest highway, B, the tallest building, or C, the most camels? Good gravy. I've, I was hoping the five fascinating facts would help me. Uh, mm, uh, well, I've never seen a camel in person, so it's got to be C, the most camels. Tenors, did you guess it? The answer is... The world's tallest building. The Burj Khalifa in the United Arab Emirates is the tallest building in the world. It's 828 meters or 2,716 feet 6 inches high. More than 12,000 people worked on building it. I think my mom will sit this one out. She's squeamish when it comes to heights. Can I still try your slide? Maybe next time, Rye. Oh, man. Wow, it's been a week. It certainly has. How are you doing, Rye? I'm okay. I know we're adults, but can we, like, have recess and go outside and play kickball or something? Absolutely. Heads up. Nice catch, Rye. Nice throw, Pam. Should we give 10 new snaps to one of our listeners first? Let's do it. But before that, here's a quick note for the grown-ups. Have you ever wondered who the Mary was from Bloody Mary? If the Loch Ness Monster was real, or if Ouija boards actually worked? On each episode of the family-friendly Unspookable, we look at the histories and mysteries behind your favorite scary stories, myths, and urban legends to get the real stories behind the scares. Want to solve your next mystery? Find and follow Unspookable now wherever you get your podcasts. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the chart-topping family road trip trivia podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. 
The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. Time for 10 10 new snaps. snaps. A tenor named Dot User left us this review on Apple Podcasts. And well, they left 107 emojis and said, it's good. Thank you, Dot User, for your emojis and that kind review. And thanks for listening to the 10 News. 10 Things You Need to Know drops every Tuesday and our in-depth reports drop every Thursday. And if you want some bonus content, you could join the Tenors Club on our website or on Apple Podcasts. The 10 News is a co-production of Small But Mighty Media and Next Chapter Podcast and part of the Airwave Podcast Network. The 10 News creative team is calling Pam's mom and includes Tracy Crooks, Logan DeYoung, Kareen Katabayan, Carson Potter, and Chad Chennai. Big thanks to our OG tenors, Naomi, Owen, and Mia for contributing to this episode. Our production director is Jeremiah Tittle and our executive producers are Donald Albright and show creator Tracy Leeds Kaplan. I'm Ryan Willard. And I'm Pamela Kirkland. Thanks for listening to the 10 News. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now.